Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Junk Time Alpha Podcast, round 24, 2023. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name's Michael Chamberlain. I'm going to need uh, me uh, 12 tequilas, uh, six jugs of sour. Wait. I'm going to need your finest. Adam, um, Adam, Red sorry, mate, mate, we're, we're doing the podcast here, Adam. Like you, yeah, you can't sorry, be, I'm, I'm on Mad Monday, mate. Wait, I thought you knew that. Wait a second. No, no, this doesn't work out. You, 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 your team made the finals, mate. I know it's been a while, but, but also. What? What? Why are you wearing army fatigues? Why are you dressed up like that? Oh, no, this is we. I do fancy dress for Mad Monday. I've come in as Ben Robert Smith. Oh, okay. That that plays well with the masses, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll need a, if you can just pour the beer straight into that leg. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. It's, um, let's see, Michael, I have a standing booking years in advance. Okay. Of just uh, the day that Monday after footy finishes to just go straight to the pub. Just out of habit. Yeah, and it's been a habit for like 10 years now, and I forgot to cancel it. So I thought, uh, you know, I've paid my money, so I needed to come along. Yeah, so no, you'd... I am doing it from down the pub today in my fatigues. Your team has made the finals this year, mate. Your team has made the finals. Baggers, come on! The first time for the first time in the history of this podcast, so the first time since 2013, was that when you beat Richmond in the Essendon suspension year? final. Yeah, yes, gotcha. that is correct. Gotcha. Oh, mate, you fired up, you fired up. Oh, it's going to be delicious. So I've worked it out. If the Pies lose and you win, you play each yes. other in the second week. Yes, that is absolutely correct. So we play either Carl, uh, Collingwood or Melbourne if we get through. Yeah, sure. If we get through. I like the use of if, not when. I think I'm no, just playing no, very straight back. mate. Huge ifs in my world, mate. Huge ifs over here. Very exciting. Very exciting. So now have we finally have an eight. So we, we didn't quite have the cacophony of changes that we hoped might happen in those final I mean, final the weeks. AFL built, the yeah. seat, built that last round, um, you know, basically hoping that Adelaide would have beaten the Swans. That would have kept everything well more open than it was. And would have still given them care. Would have given them more reason to put a game on at six ten on a Sunday night, which was an absolute fucking disaster. Just waiting around for it. It's fun to watch at home, though. Like I didn't go to it. We'll talk about you going to it later. But at yeah. the minute, so we have Collingwood, Melbourne, and then we have on the Thursday, and then I think it's you and say uh, you and the Swans. Yes, on the Friday night. So Collingwood, Melbourne is going to be fucking massive. Good luck getting a ticket to that one. Well, I was trying to think about, well, you can obviously come to a couple of sources over here. but um, No, but the thing is, because it's a Melbourne game, the MCC is going to be chockers. No, that's well. what I meant, though. No, no we'll be out, out the front, you know, doing what we yeah. do. But yeah, absolutely. I was trying to think off the top of my head when was the last time Melbourne and Collingwood played in a final. And I feel like it might be the 1989 elimination. I feel like I that think might you be are the correct. last time. I think that's right. Yeah, gotcha. So that's going to be huge. And then, uh, yeah, Carlton Swans and then St Kilda. So Giants. Carlton Swans, again, will be, I, pr- I reckon, uh, fairly well represented because there's a good South Melbourne contingent still yep. in Victoria. Yeah, and the so, baggers you know, will be out and about for sure. Oh, mate, uh, like at Marvel yesterday, and I know we will talk about it later, 
it was packed. Yeah, sure. Like for, sure. A, for a game that didn't mean anything and people just went there to watch Charlie win the Coleman back to back. Yep, sure. Yeah, I'm very well. Bragging rights. I mean, um, I feel, I feel. It was like, amazing. I mean, the, the Carlton crew will be out and about. Like uh, mm. f- uh, the guys with the metal detectors will really have to work overtime with the Carlton <laughs> crew coming through the doors. Yeah, do you think that means more or less murders over the next fortnight? I think they call a truce strewn finals. I think yeah, it's a bit no, like it's enough. a bit like yeah, World War Two on Christmas Day. I think they yeah. kind of get get the soccer ball out in, in no man's land. Yeah, yeah. There was hardly there was hardly any whackings in 1995. Oh, no, it was a beautiful day, beautiful beautiful <laughs> time. You know, actually, I'll tell an anecdote, actually, because I'm friends with um, uh, Toby Green. I'm all over the shop today, but my friends with Toby Green's uncle. And uh, he was telling my brother that um, uh, Toby was born on the day Carlton won the 95 grand final. Okay. And so, um, no, I tell a lie. Uh, Carlton lost the grand final, so it must have been 99. 99. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and my friend uh, said he came home. His wife's a, a strong Collingwood supporter. It's Toby Green only twenty four. That can't be right. Let's have a look now. This 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 story. Yeah, this is the worst least. anecdote in the history. Okay, uh, Toby Green. So, junk time is out there. If you are thinking about coming to see one of Chambo's wonderful <laughs> anecdotes, we do have a live show. Ah, and here we go. Even before the even before the show, Chambo can tell you. Just go up to him and go, "Hey, mate, give us an anecdote, <laughs> and he'll reel one off for you." Nineteen ninety three. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's thirty. Yeah, so Toby was born then. And so he came home to his quite strident Collingwood supporter wife, and uh, he was like, you know, had a, had obviously had a few commiseration jars, and um, yep. and his wife was like, uh, look, you know, there's actually been some good news today. Um, uh, my brother had a baby, and um, and he's like, oh, that's nice, that's nice. And she said, even better news, uh, Carlton lost the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not funny. That's not funny at all. What are your memories of '93? Uh, they were horrific because I was living uh, at home then and I grew up in Pascoville South, which is next to Essendon. Uh, basically, yeah. all my mates were Essendon. I was at an Essendon house watching it in at a mate's place. It was just shitful. But it was hot. I remember it being quite quite hot. And yeah. a mate of mine, like Essendon, were well up at halftime and a mate going, an Essendon supporter mate going, nah, we'll run out of legs. And that did not happen. Yeah, sure. I mean, six kicked seven, I think, that day. And I feel like there was a bit of a moment in the third quarter where... Actually, he was kind of carrying you on his back. Yes, he was. And there was a bit of a moment where I feel like there could have been a comeback, but then that kind of got quickly kind of... Uh, yes, no, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't happen. <laughs> so Saturday afternoon we have... Is that Port Brisbane or is that at night time? Uh, Brisbane, Port at night time, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So we've got to kill with GWS at the MCG on Saturday afternoon then. I reckon actually I find three of them pretty hard to pick. I reckon though the Carlton Swans one. I reckon that's the one I can pick, and I think that's Carlton for sure. Oh no, not for that sure. That would be my lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my absolute Monty. Everyone, get on, get on, get onto the, uh, get onto junk bed. Put don't everything on Carlton. Don't be doing this. You're gonna hype it up. I'm, actually, I'm predicting a ten goal win. I'm, I, I think ten goals by quarter time. I reckon. Do you think that uh, St Kilda would be privately seething that they're not at Marble? I don't think you'd be privately seething by the fact that I think Marble's not really in contention at all. Unless it's like a... Uh, uh, no, I feel like Marble's off the table entirely unless... And actually, they talked about this in the in the past few weeks. If, for, if all of them at, Yeah, if all of them were at, at Melbourne, then why, why Marble would be used. But I feel like... Uh, 
I feel like you kind of can't be seething if you don't think Marvel's on the table in the first place. Ross Lyon would be seething, but that would be because <laughs> that would be because yes. someone you know uses a, a leaf blower <laughs> earlier today, <laughs> three suburbs away. And so, as usual, we get our, our week off, and that is a perfect time to do a live show. Yep, uh, which is coming up next Sunday, Michael. We can say it. we're a week away. We're counting down. Um, don't believe in never junk timers because we have the lineup. No. Of the, we have the lineup of a lifetime. So Campbell Brown, Matthew Richardson, Tommy Little, and then our first ever umpire, Razor Ray yes. Chamberlain. Going to no, be no, on. no. We oh, spoke that's, that's to an yeah. We spoke to Georgie Lawler uh, in one of our very early incarnations at the Imperial. I think it might have been our first ever live show. That's a very good point. But yeah, Razor Ray Chamberlain. So Matthew Richardson, Campbell Brown, Tommy Little, mm-hmm. Razor Ray Chamberlain. That is a stellar lineup. For twenty odd bucks, down oh, at it's Morris gonna be House. At, uh, it's going to be a great afternoon. It's uh, Father's Day, so if you want to bring your dad, do that. What a fun afternoon for your dad of having to explain to him why they call people low dogs to their faces. All the fun and games that you can have. Do we open the floor? Do we maybe get kind of questions without notice for maybe Razor or something like that? I mean, not not open the floor. We'd write it down. Yeah, yeah, because we'd need to... Um, he would just go like, yes, sir. you sir, you look angry. <laughs> Do you have a question yes. for this umpire over here? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. I reckon he's going to be a little bit of fun because he gives a little bit back, Ray. For sure, I think he's for gonna sure. Be, I think he's going to be great. Yeah. And obviously, Campbell Brown, uh, Tommy Little was at his 40th birthday yesterday, so I'm sure there were some shenanigans that went on there. And, you know, Richard, Richmond legend. He's going to be fucking awesome. Tickets available at Try Booking. It's this Sunday at Morris House, formerly... The European Beer Cafe, 4pm. It's going to be a ripping afternoon. Get your tickets. They're moving quickly. That's very interesting, actually. I didn't realise that um, uh, Campbell would be only 40. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, people went, what day was he born? Was it what, uh, what <laughs> game was on when Campbell Brown... Save it. Save it for the live show. Well, actually, I was talking to a friend during the week who went to both Ricky Nixon and Warwick Kappa's um, 60th. Oh, a comedian friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was actually pretty fun. He said, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> it got a bit loose. I can't <laughs> go into too much detail. But, yeah. um, and he, I just was talking to him about Warwick. And I was like, you know, what's it like hanging out, hanging out with him? And I was like, does he get stopped like every five seconds? And he goes, yeah. Like he said, the main bit is at the airport where you kind of yep. can't keep walking, if you know what I mean. Yes. And yep. he's like, people are just all over him all the time at a place like that. I mean, it's pretty. He's done very well, Warwick, considering his career ended what early nineties, yep. mid nineties. Yep. So to be able to hang on and like you know, um, keep his, I don't know what would you say, profile up to a level that everyone knows who the fuck he is, yeah. whether or not they admire what he does, yeah. is questionable. But still, they know who he is. But also, I imagine if you're just walking through the airport and you see a guy wearing like leather yeah. leopard skin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pants with like yeah. a you know a crop top yeah a crop top and a bandana and a cowboy <laughs> yeah, hat okay. and yeah. like you know a gold chain around their neck you kind of go I want to go talk to that guy just yeah, to yeah. see what's going on yeah is that guy is gun is there a Guns N' Roses cover band <laughs> on, is Appetite for Destruction playing tonight <laughs> which member of Motley Crue are you yeah yeah so there'll be no game at Marvel, but I was at Marvel uh, yesterday, and there's a bit of a revamp happening, uh, Michael. They so have. in the section that I sit in, so I uh, have reserved seats for my cult membership. So we're on level two, and out the back, and it's been there like that pretty much all season, has been uh, barricaded because they're re- refurbing it. Yep. 
And now you can see they've taken down like the, the walls that they had up so they could build behind it. And now it's just like a fence they can see through. And you can see it's just like big open bars. So they've kind of changed a little bit of how, you know, how people can go to the footy. But also you can't see the footy from the bar. So it's not, not one of those ones that they were spruiking in this article that okay. was in the Herald Sun the other day. Yep. It uh, sounds like they're doing a bit of a number on it. If I read from the Herald Sun, it says, footy fans will be able to dine at a high-end class, high-class Italian restaurant or pub. Mm. Well, which is it? Is it a restaurant or a pub? Like, Yeah, let us know. I mean, I've never been to too many high-end Italian pubs. That's not really a thing. <laughs> been a lot of Irish pubs, but not too yep. many Italiano pubs. Uh, you can play mini golf. Here we go. And you can book a function overlooking the playing service any day of the week, Adam. Any day of the week. They made your changes at Marvel Stadium. You mean to tell me I can book a function of a kid's 14th birthday party mm. on a Wednesday afternoon. That is a game changer. And I think that I think, I think children all around Australia is something they can get behind. Absolutely. And you don't even have kids, which is, makes it even more disturbing <laughs> that you want to book a party for them. And then also mini golf. You can play mini golf. Oh, mate. I mean, that's... You know what, the danger with that, though, if you've got mini golf at the ground, yep. you've got maybe 40,000 people. Say it's yep. a big game like it was yesterday. It was over probably close to 50,000. Yeah. 48,000 of those are lining up for mini golf and That's no one's watching the footy. It's a huge danger. That's the thing. It's it's, it's going to be uh, a bit kind of interesting when kids around the, around the country are saying, hey, mum, dad, mm. can we go to the mini golf at Marvel Stadium? Yeah. And just by chance, there's a football game playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but also, one way I think they could improve the mini golf already. I mean, I'm not denigrating the mini golf, obviously, Adam. But no, we uh, we have some friends in Dandenong. I think the AFL, the money bags, the yeah. money bags come uh, with enough, enough of an offer. If they could just maybe purchase the uh, the the King Tut's uh, leftovers down at that mm. Dandenong golf range and uh, and also go kart. Uh, yeah. If Gil final a final act from Gil, yeah. if he just writes out the check. And we can get King Tut's putt putt at Marvel Stadium. That's like two worlds coming together as one. Mm. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if people can could be able to handle this. It's but also on top of the mini golf, mate, there's escape yeah. rooms. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the, the we're fall- gonna have escape rooms. Like just like fucking getting out of the joint isn't a big enough escape room. I know. Just trying to get to the train station, yeah. surrounded by thirty five thousand people. Now on, now on Lonsdale Street. How did that fucking happen? <laughs> The full the full line is an indoor mini golf course, escape rooms, and karaoke bars will entertain fans at half time uh, of the footy. Of the footy yeah. or after work. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing after work? Oh, mate, I was going to go um, for a beer at the Italian pub up the street. Mate, fucking, we've got the escape room and the karaoke <laughs> bars booked at Marvel. Oh, fuck, sorry, I'll cancel the Italian pub. But also, like, the idea that kind of, you know, half time is, what, what, 15 minutes? Just the idea, like, you just go, oh, cool, cool, sweet. I'll just uh, hit the toilet. And then, uh, should we bust out of a sweet Caroline? <laughs> like, how much entertainment do you need? Like, yeah, there's already, know, like, fucking, there's already, like, five footy games going on on the ground. There's yeah. fucking music going on. There's fucking bongo cam going on. Mate, like, there was four and, there was four and 20 cam yesterday. Oh, okay. So, what's the, what's the go with that one? They just look at people eating pies and then mock uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're like, this guy, he's got no sauce. Why don't you have sauce, mate? And the bloke's just like, uh, just don't have sauce. <laughs> like he can't answer properly. And then they cut to a woman who's got sauce. They're like, she knows what's going on. She's she got, got sauce. sauce. And you're like, well, it should be called a game. It should be called like 
uh, do you have sauce? More than 420 pies. So they'd be like, yeah. who has sauce? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so halftime, we're apparently meant to, in that 15 minutes, we're meant to go and play 18 rounds of indoor mini golf. Mm. Uh, we're meant to go through an escape room, which yeah. I'm going to imagine is usually taking more than 15 minutes. I would have thought so. And then we're going to go bust out a, you know, a bit of Whitney Houston or something on karaoke, and then we go well, back to our seat. What if you get into karaoke and someone's punching out the stuff? You just hear the opening um, piano keys to November Rain. Yeah, you're, you're just like, like, well, fuck, man. Well, I'm fucking cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss the second half of the game. <laughs> so they're doing it bit by bit. So I feel like this was announced a long time ago. So maybe it might have been a COVID thing. Maybe they couldn't do it for a couple of years. But I feel like this it, it kind of stops a few years old. I mean, COVID was a pretty good time to actually do it when no one was at the ground. That's but, actually uh, the point. Sure. But also, uh, Gil says, and I don't know where Gil's been sitting um, in the ground, but he said it was already a venue that had the best sight lines, the best location, everyone disagrees with that, <laughs> and the best parking. But we felt it could interact a bit more with the surrounding precinct. So the venue with the best sight lines, you know how there's those massive scoreboards up there? Yeah, yeah. That if you there's seats next to them, you go, oh, I didn't want to see three quarters of the fucking Yeah, grand. sure. All those, all those two, uh, it end, like the Darth Vader oh, office yes. thing. Yeah, like if yeah. you're cramped up next to that one, you go like, oh, well, it's, it's nice watching <laughs> a third of the ground for two hours. Yes. Or having to watch a screen on the opposite side of the ground that's in like a half a second delay. Yeah. So I'm just behind <laughs> everyone else. The best location. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, and the best parking. Have you ever parked at Marble? I've actually never parked there. I wouldn't know how to do that. Uh, yes, I have parked under there. It's actually, it's kind of easy. I wouldn't say it's the best parking I've ever had. Yeah, but, sure, uh, it, sure. It's kind of easy. Yeah, gotcha. Well, we're excited about the, uh, the, the idea that Marvel be, you know, a fully functioning seven day a week. Operation where you can just head in, head in, you know, two p.m. on a Monday and just go. Oh, mate, just might, uh, just might do yeah. the escape room if that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but then it doesn't just stop there. So they're going to improve areas like the Medan Club and stuff like that. So they're obviously looking at improvements within the ground, yep. but outside, without the ground, if I can say that, they said. Then the final piece of the puzzle is north and west. What are we doing with Harbour Esplanade? How do we make sure that the city meets the water? Huh. Okay. So that feels more like a, a state government job than the AFL's job. But I imagine they just mean the, over the road where there's like the docks, I suppose, and there's a few restaurants well, down there. Well, I mean, there were, but then that pier started sinking into the water and oh. it's been condemned for like three years now. But so wait a second. So final piece of the puzzle is north and west. What are we doing? How do we make the city meet border? It's like... I feel like I feel like that's out of the AFL's purview. Like, has the AFL got some kind of powers that I don't know about? Like, they're mate, now into kind of um, uh, urban planning. Like, mate, the AFL can do whatever <laughs> it wants, mate. You know, you and I both know that. Like, are the AFL going like, oh yeah, are they part of the the ALPs thing about building a million homes or something? Are they getting involved in that or something? Maybe they could uh, rent out the escape rooms as a home to a family of five during the week. Um. Also, have you been to Medallion Club? I haven't been to Medallion Club for about 20 years. Like, Yeah, I, I went uh, very early days, but no, not recently. Is it kind of worthwhile or is it more just kind of a, a bar and nothing much more than that? I'd imagine. You know what? I genuinely can't remember. I remember 
very early days, and this is when you had the TV in the back of the seat. Yeah, that was like the that plane. was the kind that of was kind of the big selling point. That was the only kind of major difference I feel, and and slightly more comfortable seats from memory. Yeah, that's a good point as well. But I feel like I only ever sat there once. I feel like a friend got me in there one day, but it was not not so much like oh my god, a novelty. But I feel like I feel like Marvel is a bit the same all around. You know, like every yeah, bar looks cons- the same. It is consistent. And yeah, yeah. Like the MCG at least has a bit of a bit of difference in some areas, yes. but I feel like Marvel is kind of like a bit of a robot stadium. But you talk about the AFL having excessive powers. How about um, Adelaide radio host Stephen Rowe? So basically, he's come out after the the Adelaide Crows the controversial loss to the Sydney Swans, yep. where the goal wasn't paid to Ben Keys. He's come out. He's on Five AA uh, Radio over there, which is a uh, they, he does a sports show on that. And he's had a bit of a crack at the AFL and says they uh, the, the Crows were cheated. He's had more than just a crack at him. Mm. This is on Monday uh, morning, I believe. He said, Gil, get stuffed, mate. Don't sit there with your Cheshire grin in a parkland saying you were sorry. You are not sorry. And then he went on to say they were robbed, cheated, robbed, uh, cheated and robbed. It was a goal. <laughs> Blind Freddy could see it. Joe the yeah. Goose could have seen it. Oh, absolutely. And so then it was reported on, I think on Monday or Tuesday morning, that Roe had got a little bit of a tap on the shoulder from the Black Ops and he'd been issued a please explain. And I believe he actually went as far as saying that the AFL had issued him a please explain, which I found very okay. strange by the fact it's it's not he's not connected to the game at all. Like he's obviously, uh, 5AA I imagine would, would broadcast coverage. So therefore they have some, you know... Uh, they have some say in what what goes to air because they're a broadcaster. Oh, do you think like, so? Hey, do you think do you think they'd tap BT on the shoulder if he you know went on a rant on Triple M? I don't think they would. I feel like it's more for people like who uh, coaches, officials, players. Like, no, I think I think it helps. Uh, I think it can hurt their ability to get a um, the broadcast rights again. I think that can happen. I think isn't that what Grant why Grant Thomas was booted from SEN because he was so negative about the umpires? No, <laughs> that's. That's know, not the I Grant know. Thomas I know. No, I no know. negative. Take that back, Adam. When have you <laughs> I, ever, I, I, where's yeah, Grant I, Thomas ever been negative or grumpy? No, that's a good point. But then mysteriously, he turns around. So I think Rose said that he got a please explain, and yeah. the AFL might have even said that we did give you a please explain. But then a couple of days later, he's come around and said that, no, I didn't get a please explain, and the AFL said, no, we didn't get a please explain. It's all just oh. very, very black ops, I feel. You know what's happened is Stephen Rowe has been woken up at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. It's just there's someone in his bedroom. Yep. He's, just, well, he's just, you know, you just get that sense that someone's there and he's just seeing the red dot on his phone. <laughs> and someone's just started up to him and just kind of gently woke him up. And he's yeah. like, oh, shit, they're here. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And he's gone, mate, you didn't see nothing on Saturday yeah. night. You didn't see nothing. You see this fucking Cheshire <laughs> grin, mate? It's going to be the last thing you see mate. if you say that the <laughs> AFL fucking cheated. I tell you what, mate. It was, it, was so, it was so unclear, in fact, that Blind Freddy couldn't see it. Okay? No. Okay, mate? You so get that into me? your head. And also, mate, do you want to know how... He used to, he used to be seeing Freddy. <laughs> and then he fucking went toe-to-toe with the AFL, mate. You hear what I'm saying, Rowie? You hear me? Rowdog? You got me? Yeah, all right, mate. But it's just very mysterious how it kind of seemed to have happened and then it didn't happen. So I find that very fascinating. But uh, 
Anyway, Stephen Rowe, uh, we haven't heard from him since Tuesday. No, so. no, he's gone missing. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing you heard was just uh, whispered into his ear, long-time Lister. <laughs> First-time murderer. And then they're out of there. And then you just hear a horse whinny in the background and he fucks off. Uh, hey, I'm a bit worried, Adam. Mm, what are you worried about, mate? Uh, oh, you, you look concerned. I'm a bit worried about our live show with uh, Richo, Campbell Brown, uh, Tommy Little, Razor Ray Chamberlain. Cause what is that, mate? Well, there's another bit of competition on the market. And so yeah. I'm a bit stressed about this. Um, and, you know, we have a great lineup, but this lineup seems quite remarkable. Um, it's an event that's taking place on Thursday, October 5. Thursday night. You know, I mean, I'll, we'll probably be at Marvel at karaoke, but we can make it. <laughs> so it's the Bailey Smith Experience. Oh, yeah. What do you get from the Bailey Smith Experience? Well, it's one night open only. And so can okay. I read the blurb here? For the first time to the public, the Bailey Smith Experience. So first time to the public tells me that has, has there been private Bailey Smith experiences well, there have that been, the public there, was not privy to? Well, there have been. There was one particular, but um, yeah. someone filmed it on their phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the first time, the Bailey Smith experience. So you know him from his explosive run and mullet down the wings of the MCG for the Western Bulldogs. But do you really know Bailey Smith? I mean, that's a question no. that's been that's been going around the AFL for a long time. Do you really know? I feel like I don't. Bailey Smith. We see yeah. him in the cotton on ads, but yep. at the train station. But you kind of look at it and you go like, yeah, but is there more to Bailey Smith? And there must be. Bailey is the ultra modern Australian rules footballer. But he is much more than that. Oh, we, we 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 strongly think that's a possibility as well. Yeah, a trendsetting ambassador and celebrity. His brand transcends the AFL, making him one of the most marketable faces in sport. The Bailey Smith Experience is more than a one than a one-dimensional football show, but AFL and Bulldogs fans will have plenty of content to enjoy, as will all fans of Bailey from whatever platform your interest was piqued. Gotcha. So from that probably what hundred and fifty word blurb, yeah, we still have absolutely no idea what this show may contain. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He just said <laughs> fans will have plenty of content to enjoy. So you get a ticket for about fifty bucks. Yep. And you can get a VIP ticket for eighty nine bucks, which include includes a selfie. Yeah, so photo you get package. show entry and selfie photo package. And then for $389, you get an extra VR. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but there's literally in that blurb, there's literally no explanation of what the show may contain. He just said there's plenty of content. <laughs> Fucking more do you need? It's the Bailey Smith experience. You go in there and you're like, am I experiencing Bailey Smith right now? I am. So it's just like just walk out on the stage and just kind of, you know, do a 12 or something, show us the mullet from back and shut from the side and shut from the front and then he off, off he goes. I'm imagining he will have, uh, like, someone will MC it. This is the way I see it playing out, Michael. Mm-hmm. So you have someone who does a bit of a... You, okay, so the opening, this is how I see it playing. You've got um, highlights package, right? Bailey Smith highlights package. Perfect. Darkened room, great music, pumping, DJs, all that sort of shit. Highlights package, smoke machine, Bailey comes out. And then they say, tell us about yourself, Bailey. And he says, I play footy for the doggies. And then they kind of work out there's not a lot more. <laughs> what, what about Cotton On? Is that fun? Yeah. Yep. Hey. Uh, okay. Um, what's your, yeah, what's the your, mullet. The mullet's pretty cool. Thanks. What's your TikTok handle, Bailey? Uh, yep. Can you give us that, mate? Yep. 
Okay, guys, $90 well spent. Who wants a photo? Everyone don't go. come too close. There's a cutout over there. You can get a photo with the cutout. It's very strange. I don't think I've ever seen a show where they actually give no description whatsoever of what is going to happen at that show. And then also, it's October 5th, so now Bailey's going to be on a break for about a month or so. I feel like he might have probably booked this in thinking, okay, there is a sl- there's a chance we could make the grand final. Every every yes. team you know, has a chance to make the grand final. Yep. So I reckon that Bailey might have to kind of curtail a bit of a holiday by the fact that he... I know, he's booked it in. Yeah, he's booked it in. So he's got to come back for Thursday, October 5th. And 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 I, ima- I imagine, or maybe, maybe he won't go on a holiday during September and the like by the fact like he's preparing for the preparing, Bailey Smith yeah, experience. Like his, yeah. you know, I mean, they've promised the Bailey Smith experience and you expect okay. the Bailey Smith experience. Well, th- here's how you know that it's going to be a half-decent show, right? Is that Bailey Smith has probably had, for him, one of the lesser years, right? Yep. People have been critical and saying he looks disinterested. And I put it to you that he doesn't look... Well, he might look disinterested in footy, but that's because as he's playing on a half-forward flank, which is not his position, he's thinking about what is going to be in the night of October the 5th for yep. the Bailey Smith experience. Yep. And so that... Sure, as a Doggies fan, you'd be disappointed that he wasn't at his best, but as a Bailey Smith experience fan, yeah. you will be appreciative that he's gone to that level of making his football suck for a year I think to most, put it all into the show. I think most Bulldogs fans would be a Bailey Smith experience fan first yeah, and a no, Bulldogs a fan point. second. I, yeah. think, I think if you talk to the, 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 you know, the diet on the wall... Been around Whitnoble <laughs> for thirty years. They yeah, they go, yeah. you know, look, being a dogs fan's fun. It's a pastime. It's a hobby. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm really a fan of <laughs> is the Bailey Smith experience. Experience, yes. Uh, Conveniently located in Ocean Grove, right next to the Western Oval. Yeah, it's near Geelong, actually. The Dunes, the Dunes Hotel. Actually, the reviews for the Junes. I've got the website up now. The reviews are actually pretty good, Adam. Like, do not okay. do not be mocking. Let me just get them up. I'm not mocking. I'm not knocking. I, uh, this man would never mock a pub. No, I think you'll find the comments from the uh, punters. Mm. Uh, Kylie Y. Uh, she said, "Fantastic beat front restaurant close to Geelong." I mean, that's what you want to you want in a restaurant. Mm. Proximity to to, to Geelong, Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> with a thoughtful menu. Tasty cocktails and friendly staff. Now that's that's from Kylie White. So okay, she I knows mean, her stuff. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Kylie White has been in the game for a long time, commenting on um, hotels near Geelong. Well, there's actually nothing worse than going into a pub and it's a thoughtless menu. Ah, oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I whenever I go into either an Italian pub or an Irish pub, I always go up to the um, bar staff and I say, "Hey, uh, do you know Kylie White?" And yeah. if they go no, I'm like. <laughs> I'm not eating here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck it out. Yeah. You put no thought into yeah, your menu. Yeah, thought out whatsoever. No, fuck it out. And by the way, you, you're far too far away from Geelong. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? It's ridiculous. Why am I even here? It's, it's on me, actually. It's on me. Yeah. Have you got an escape room? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, you, do you even have Egyptian-themed putt-putt? Okay, mate. Like, what are you yeah, thinking? What are you doing? No wonder you're going under. Uh, footballers in real life? Yes, hit me. Actually, on the topic... Uh, from Hank, cast your mind back to December 2022. I decided to model my hair, entire hairstyle on Cotton On Star, Bailey Smith. See, that that actually is probably a Bailey Smith experience. Yes, uh, that, that that's a very good point. Whilst rocking the beach blonde mullet, I attended a neo-psychedelic jazz gig at Richmond's Corner Hotel. Jesus, After a lot going on there. Neo-psychedelic jazz. What fucking... 
what levels of awful would that be? And also at the, at the corner. I don't really think of that as the corner hotel kind of gig. Yeah. Uh, after unintentionally misusing some herbal medicine, <laughs> I fell asleep, in, in inverted commas, at the aforementioned gig. Fast forward 90 minutes, and I had woken from my forced slumber with pale skin, a hunchback, and still a stupid mullet. I meandered outside, standing in Brother Rambo Street. Um, mm. And in Brother Rambo Street was a chap in three-quarter length jeans, ankle socks, runners, and an ill-fitting t-shirt. He also had a beautiful tan, icy blue eyes, and a mullet. Bailey Smith. Look at this. Come full circle. In my head, I wanted to thank him for the hairstyle inspiration, but my bodily function hadn't returned to a state where that was possible. So instead, we just stared at each other across the street for what <laughs> felt like an eternity. I wonder if Bailey thought it was like, this is <laughs> It's like a dog, like, staring at itself in the mirror. Yeah. I can't say for certain what Bailey was thinking, but it's safe to say that Booper summed up the situation perfectly with their tagline, find a healthier version of you. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Hank. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. And if you can write back, I'd love to know so I can listen to it, what a neo-psychedelic jazz band is. Yeah, yeah. Send us a link uh, uh, to our email. Uh, From Adrian. I'm on a Virgin flight back from Adelaide and I was returning from the rear of the plane. I had to make way in the aisle for a tall bearded man who was heading purposefully towards the toilets. It was none other than Brendan Gale, looking very sharp in a crisp, white, long-sleeved shirt and grey trousers. When he came back from the toilet, he sat in the exit aisle, so I guess our lives were in his hands in the event of an emergency. (laughs) But the CEO flies virgin economy? economy? Yeah, I suppose it's a good point, but... um, Maybe he wants the leg room. Yeah, that's a good point. But you do get that up in the upper front. Yeah, do you get as much, though, as you do in the exit row? Yeah. As one who doesn't fly business class a lot, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I never want the exit row. You Um, don't? Nah, because, I mean, I want access... Oh, bro. I want to have access to my bag, like my laptop or whatever. But also, I just don't really get off on the... I don't want to go on a plane and get a job. (laughs) Seriously, in the event of an emergency... Yeah. Like, do you reckon um, Yevgeny, what's his name? The guy that uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin blew up? Oh, that day? guy. Yeah, the Wagner guy. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon he was sitting in the emergency exit and has been like, oh, I'll be right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, we've got a couple more, but don't forget our live show, Razor Ray, uh, Richo, Campbell Brown, and uh, Tommy Little. Tickets can be found at Try Booking next Sunday. From Daniel, having my wife's 30th at the Holdfast Hotel in Glenelg, Palindrome. Uh, roped off private function, in brackets, doing very well for ourselves. Mm. When who should we see but none other than, ah, oh, here we go, swimming enthusiast Jack Watts. Swimming enthusiast. And number one draft pick decided to use uh, to use our selection multiple times to get in. Oh, sorry. The our nu- section. The number one draft pick decided to use our section multiple times to get in and out of the pub, clearly disregarding the signage, advising him to use a different route. I had to constantly hold back my wife from jumper punching the low dog, clearly <laughs> feeling like his time meant more than her special day. Jack Watts, tell you what, I tell you what, I mean, I've read some things about Jack Watts, and this is this is the lowest, the lowest, the lowest, yeah. I reckon. I mean, yeah, I've seen a few documents going around, and you know, yeah. this this walking through a pub to go a shortcut, I mean, that's that's disrespectful, completely out of line. Yeah, yeah, it, it's out of character. <laughs> 
I'm just I'm surprised. I don't need to fact check this from Daniel. Yeah, I mean that's not the Jack Watts I know. No. I mean uh, above board, honest, good intentions, mm. just loves the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the MCG on Saturday. It's the Hawthorne Frio. I was a bit disappointed with the Hawks in that game, actually. I must say. Yeah, it was a shitty way to end your season yeah. after you'd played a couple of good games. And they had kick to kick after the game. And so I thought to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to walk out to the middle. And I was like Moses parting the Red Sea. I didn't get hit by one ball at all. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even look for them. I just walked straight ahead just going, I wonder if I can dodge the ball the entire way. And then standing on the edge of the centre square was the one and only Nick Holland. Oh, cool. Just take it, eh? Uh, no, he must have been just watching his kids have the kick to kick or something. But um, I, uh, my friend Declan Fay, friend of the show, uh, we call him Time Bombs. So I texted Deck. I was like, oh, I just saw Time Bombs at the MCG. And that came off the back of a Herald Sun headline years ago because Nick used to pop his shoulders. Uh-huh. Went through that for a period. And the headline said something on the lines of um, uh, the, the, the Time Bombs have healed. And it kind of showed that his you know, shoulders were back in form again. Yep. And so from, yeah, 1998 or whatever, we've been calling him Time Bombs. So it's good to see Time Bombs out there. So junk timers, more anecdotes like that. <laughs> Tickets available at trybooking.com this Sunday, 4pm. We'd love to see you there. It's going to be great. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the gram. Go bag it. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.